You've returned. You'll be wanting a haiku then. Let me see what I have. Blackthorn Heights, the place. Morning jumps death, the pace. But Maggie brings him back. Ten years ago, and as you slumber soundly in your little makeshift camp for the night, Blair, Blair, you hear the rustling of leaves nearby, and as you look out into the darkness, you see a pair of eyes staring back. Who goes there? Oh, bother. I appear to have woken you. I can only apologise. It is all right. If you're going to be watching me, I would much rather be awake for it. In many ways, I am grateful that you have done so. What is your name and business here? Oh, don't be silly. You know my name. I heard Grumpo tell it to you. Oh dear. Keevan, we are so sorry about what happened to your sibling. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, yes. Yes. It was a terrible, terrible ordeal. I wish I could comfort you that his death was uh, quick or easy. <laughs> or worth anything. <laughs> or worth anything at all, but it was none of these things. It was senseless and drawn out. But we shall never forget him. And we'll mention him every f- few episodes of our lives. <laughs> and isn't that the greatest tribute of all? <laughs> Cold comfort, my dear little poet, I'm afraid. I could create a death poem in honour of Stephen. You can try. Whether that will mean anything to me, yet to be seen. Very well, I shall, I shall put the hard hours in. <laughs> Nevertheless, what, what, what is your... What, what, how can we help you now? What is it you, you seek from this, this group? You've been travelling with us for many weeks now. Oh, you know. Fact-finding. Observation. Looking for weak points? <laughs> I can assure you that there aren't. Oh, I disagree. I respectfully disagree. It's <laughs> a very interesting voice you have. Look, why not join us in our quest? You know that our cause is righteous. It's Stephen, after all, joined us in the hopes of succeeding in destroying the, gra- the grail thing. <laughs> And where did that get him? Dead. We shall all die. But who could ask for better than to die in the course of a noble cause? I will think on your words. But not for very long. Good night, Mr. Blagg. I will choke the very life from your body one day soon. And he starts backing away. It should be difficult to have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the present. Jump, you are no longer dead. Wonderful. I definitely feel less guilty for the part I played in your violent death. (laughs) But you've awoken in this unfamiliar temple to Tia. What have you done? Whoa, 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 take it easy, take it easy. You had a big, uh, 
uh, sleep. You're a bit poorly for a while, but you're back now. So there we go. Well, that's what I said to Chandra, but she was very confident that I died. I saw Tear and well, th- no. there was only those two people, but they both were very, very clear on the fact that I was dead. Uh, well, maybe in a technical sense you were, but you're not now and that's all that matters. So here we go. Up your pop. I, Come on. I, I, I don't, Time to go. I, no, no, I don't really feel like popping right now, Maggie. Uh, he sits up and is just sort of cradling his torso in his arms, yeah. rocking back and, and forward a little bit. I think now you can see Maggie. You can see she's actually got red-rimmed eyes, but she's smiling yeah. and she's like, oh, no, no, you'll be all right. She gives you a little rub on the arm. She's like, I brought you um, a... Uh... And she grabs a candlestick. I brought you a candlestick. <laughs> To light your way. Was, was it mine? Through my, the. Yep. Yeah. My favourite candlestick. <laughs> I'll pay, I'll pay, shut up, I'll pay. Um, well, if it was mine, it's not mine anymore, Maggie. You, you just show me a stranger's candle for all I care. That metaphor. Disrespectful. <laughs> it's my favourite. <laughs> it's a really nice okay, candle, fine, right? Fine. But look, I'm sorry that I don't have time to take your feelings into account. I was dead, and now I'm not. And I, honestly, Maggie, I wish you hadn't bothered. Well, that's very ungrateful of you, Blur. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> you suck. It's a two-way street. <laughs> Amazing. Just interchangeable pools. What can I say? Oh God! <laughs> I think that's very ungrateful of you. Jump. I almost said Morrick. Cheat sheet on your head. I think that's very ungrateful, not Blair. <laughs> Whichever one you are, Ungra- Maggie. Ungrateful. I don't know who you were doing this for. I were doing it for you, obviously. Well, how did you know I wanted to come back? Did, did Tears speak to you? No, I just figured you would. Jeez, I was just trying to help. You don't think about the other two. They they, uh, they were re- sad that you were dead. I'm sorry about that. I was pretty sad as well. I got used to it. And do you know what they would have as well? I don't, I don't know about that. We've got that gig in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, do you know what? It, it There's no my... way you know them. There's no way they'd have got used to a new lootist in time. <laughs> you know, look, my talent notwithstanding... For however long it was that I, I, I spent with Shandra in the liminal space, not once did I think about the happy time in the park annual fair. Well, I think you need to reassess your priorities, Jump. I think you need to stop thinking about yourself, Maggie. Well, I, I didn't want this. I, I didn't want any of this. I was ready to go. Do you know who I thought of when I was in the liminal space and Tia was leading me to the afterlife? No, I don't know. Go on, tell us. Myself. For the first time, I'm thinking about myself. Right. Oh, and Arena and Tim. They're also the people that I thought about. I thought about them a lot. Well, I think that's... You know what? I don't think we're going to... I'm not going to engage in this conversation anymore until you've calmed yourself down because you're clearly very worked up and having some big emotions. (laughs) You're having big feelings that you can't process properly. And that's not your fault. But I don't think it's wise for us to continue at this... This angry back and forth. So I'm going to let you just have a little minute. Stop treating me like a baby! Stop treating me like a baby! Well, someone's grumpy. And I know I'm not part of this, but I also think you're being disrespectful to me for (laughs) casting such a powerful spell. That wasn't easy. Uh, (laughs) And to Tia, who saw fit to bring you back from the dead. Do you know what? You can tell Tia. Shut up. Shut up, you stupid head. You feel a wing of feathers slap you in the face. (gasps) Snap out of it. (laughs) Now violence is never the answer. 
disrespecting tear in my- Get out! You both of you get out! You get out! And leave my candlestick, it's my favourite candlestick. No, it's I'm taking it now. Hands. No, it's mine. I'm taking it now. Jump takes a bite of it. <laughs> Roll for initiative. No. <laughs> no, leave it, Jump, leave it, leave it. Let him have his candlestick. Jesus. Lord of Christ! I'm sick of it, I'm sick of tear. Spit I, it out. You're saying that because taking a bite, trying to take a bite out of a candlestick has broken your teeth. <laughs> Neither of us have teeth now. Shock of it. Suffering. Fuck a dash. <laughs> come on, outside, come on, out. Right. Out, out, out. Which, which way are you going, Maggie? Well, I'm going back to the inn where the rest of our band is. Which direction's that? Um... Left. He goes the opposite way. Oh, oh, oh. oh, bloody hell. You know what? Fine. I won't treat you like a child. You can take your time and we... Fine. You know what? I... I wish I hadn't bothered, innit? Oh, Jesus. There's a lightning strike and he drops dead. <laughs> <laughs> but as he does stride away from you, you feel a sort of the residual burn of the rune on your hand and wonder... Was it worth it? Mm. <laughs> yes. And I look at it and I go, oh, fuck me. <laughs> well, at least I really don't like Grumpo that much. Margaret will stomp back to the inn, stopping to pick up some cigarettes from a nighttime corner <laughs> kiosk run by now. And I'm just going to sit outside. And just chain smoke for the rest of the evening till the morning comes. <laughs> She's gonna look haggard. Still a milfer. Where as the hangover, the drunkenness fully wears off, and the hangover comes in. Uh, and where are you going, Jump? Well, this is a new experience for Jump because he's used to when he does go wandering. It's it's usually under the guidance of Tear. But he's shutting his brain off to all Tear messages that have been coming to him on the daily, and. Uh, he walks in a straight line for as far as that can take him. What does he run into? A wall. <laughs> we are in a city of near infinite possibilities. But also a city up in trees, so if you do just pick a direction and keep walking, yeah. you may just... <laughs> you may just fall he just down. He topples well, off. Okay, yeah, so he comes out and he walks as far as a branch will take him. When he gets to it, he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Like Sideshow Bob, you turn around and then there's another one. You're yeah. like, oh. No, thematically dissimilar to Sideshow Bob in every way. Because of your determinedness to walk in one direction and not really change, you kind of find yourself pinned in the religious district and you just keep ending up outside of different temples to different gods. Oh, no, I can't. I know. Does this constitute as a long rest? Yes. Not being yes, dead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Being yes. dead and resurrected. Fantastic. Yeah. I cast fine steed. Oh, uh, bingo. No. <laughs> no. We uh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to be heartbroken. No, don't do to. it. Bingo. Oh, the only one I can trust. Not like those treacherous friends. Hey, the rest of us did nothing. <laughs> bingo would have let me dissipate into the other world, wouldn't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He licks Aww. you on the face again, it, just dragging the tongue up so slowly. <laughs> That's it. You always had my best interest at heart, didn't you, mate? Yeah. What's that? I should go and write a letter to Arena and Tim and post it right now with you there. Yeah. That's a great idea. He, he just sits down. <laughs> having, having no agency in this conversation and just being a thing for you to project upon, he just sits down and pats and pants. 
quietly and silently. Good boy. Yes. I love you, Bingo. Uh, and suddenly yeah. all your anger's gone and you're fine with it. You're okay. We move oh, on. This reminds me of how much I used to like Maggie. Oh. <laughs> think Bingo thoughts. Think Bingo thoughts. Uh, you, out. Owl person. Yes. Yeah, you. Hello, that's an amazing accent. Thank you. I think we I think we'll get on very, very well actually. What's your name? Go on, Fred? Sarah. Fred? No. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm excited. Fuck no. <laughs> no, it's not. The minute you said no, I'm excited, it's like, well, this uh, Well, I'll have to try now. Um Did you say Fugnog? <laughs> no? Oh, I thought you said fuck. Fuck, fuck knock, you say? I thought you said fuck. Sorry. Yeah, this, uh, this one's called fuck knock. knock. This, uh, oh, my name is fuck knock. <laughs> fuck, fuck knock. Fuck knock. A normal name for a normal Alan. <laughs> really traditional name. Fuck knock. Brilliant. Please tell me kind fuck knock. Fuck. Wait. Fuck knock? <laughs> it's two words. Fuck knock. Fuck, fuck space nog. Fug nog. <laughs> fuck nog. Fug. All right then, please tell me, kind fug nog. Where, where might I find your local postal service? Uh, You're in luck. I am the local postal service. <laughs> oh, that, oh, I tell you what. The only thing more incredible than this would be is if you were also a scribe. It would work for oh, very little money. Oh, you're in luck. I'm married to a scribe. It would have been too convenient for the scribe to also be here. You'll have to come to my shop. <laughs> okay, that's good. I would feel a little bit self-conscious narrating a letter to my loved ones in the middle of a street. Yes, and to na- narrow down the convenience even more so, my shop is quite far away. But we can go there now. <laughs> Okay, I have, a, I have a suggestion, and I jump on Bingo, and then I pat the space behind me on Bingo. Room for one, room for one more fug, Nog. Why not? I normally fly, but let's go. He jumps on the back. <laughs> when in Blackthorn Heights. <laughs> Apparently you're supposed to keep it here. We ride Bingo to the post office. God, and everyone you go past is fucking terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like everyone is having to like jump out of the way. These ropeways and bridges are not designed for yet hounds to be pounding down. <laughs> you also pass a saddle shop and think, oh, maybe I should go back there. But <laughs> one day, but give me a default oh, yeah, crotch pain. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Come on, I roll that crotch pain. Roll that crotch pain. Oh yeah, the resurrection spell only gives you one hit point, so <laughs> just a one. Oh, oh that's good. not bad. Ha, I'm not feeling bad. pretty good despite having been dead very recently. <laughs> I say out loud. Okay, so you uh, go up a fuck, few bridges till you reach a nice little shop. There's a wooden carving of a letter hanging above it. It swings gently in the breeze. Oh, well, if everything's like this, I can't wait until we see the post office. <laughs> we can, you can go in if you like. And then he just, he just stares at Fugnog. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll open the door. In you go. Thank you so much. I was dead, you know. And he walks cool. in. Cool. <laughs> so was I. And he rides off. <laughs> <laughs> and dissipates. He was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> Excuse me, owl people. You are steed friendly, I hope. Come in, Bingo. In you come, buddy. Oh, oh, oh. Um, He's a good boy. He's saying hello. There's a woman. There's a woman behind the counter. That's just like this is um, short. Um, 
<laughs> yes, Ooh, we he's... absolutely love steeds. We abs- oh, horses, they're the best. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why does it feel like he's staring into my soul? <laughs> he is just saying hello. You <laughs> move his mouth to like, <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> I manipulate oh, his cheeks. That's just... disgusting. <laughs> Imagine me a minute with, with a palm on either side of Brendan Gleeson's face. Just, <laughs> just, squ- just pushing the cheeks. Thank you now. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushing in those cheeks and making him say <laughs> lovely things to this person. Now, are you the esteemed life partner of Fug Nog? Fug Nog? Fug Nog's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? <gasps> you what? turn around, he's, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this day just gets weirder and weirder. Wow. <sighs> Well, anyway, I've got, a, I've got a letter to send to my loved ones back home in Lower Coastburg. I assume you can take care of that kind person. Yes, absolutely, yes. You want me to write it down? You don't just want the paper and parchment yourself? Honestly, I've just come back from the dead. So naturally, I prefer for you to write it. She, she squints her eyes and tries to connect the dots of those two things in her head. <laughs> um, I'm a man with a lot of love to give. A lot of love. Quick. Uh, Dear Arena uh, oh, and Tim, oh, he begins. Oh, hold on, hold on. Why do the weirdos always come out at night? Okay, uh, Dear Arena and Tim. That's how I met Arena and Tim, actually. Oh, anyway. That's how I met Arena and Tim, actually. <laughs> anyway. Brilliant. Yep, it's a good start. Brilliant. Yeah, Dear, it's a good start. Okay, Dear Arena and Tim. Dear, yeah, okay, a- Arena and Tim. A-R-E-N-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-
Okay. No. Uh, we charge right. by the page, so okay. every page that you're doing I, is... I have no money. Dear Arena and Tim... <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> it's true, we looted your body. <laughs> you don't have any fucking clothes okay, on, okay. son. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Skin. Jump, you realise that you have one thing on your person, and it is a precious stone. Oh, what? the? No, it's oh. the stone that Mark gave you. Oh, oh, of co- oh. it was a good one. Oh, I forgot. It's my oh, favourite stone. stone. No. Mm. Would you recognise it as being Mark's favourite stone? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have a clue, actually, would I? Okay. Mark might talk to it every day. Pretty good stone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, my, it's mine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Will this work? Can I pay you with this? Yeah. Yeah, I'll accept that stone. Oh, brilliant. Okay. It says Mark's favourite stone on it. <laughs> <laughs> For one more page. Okay. Get it right this time. All right. Okay. See, now I've paid for it, it's way more important that I get this right. You should probably do that a bit more often. <laughs> You can have that one for free. Dear Arena and Tim, I died. I'm not jazzed about being back. However, it has made me rethink a lot of stuff, changed my perception on uh, living, and also the fact that the two of you are really, really good uh, people. And now I'm stuck on this planet, or whatever it is where we live, this plane, I suppose, with nothing better to do no can just cross it out so they can't see it i have changed the way that i see the world and myself in it and i'm coming straight back to you to take you both in my arms while standing next to that desk that means so much to us all <laughs> and paladin life is a thing of the past it's a different life altogether Yours sincerely, J Dog. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you want me to read that back to you? Nah. Great. <laughs> nah. She looks down at the stone and she turns it over in her wing a few times and goes, This is nothing here. Just take it. Uh, <laughs> oh, sick. Jump, uh, like, chucks it up once, catches it. And she uh, goes to post your letter. You realize that the stone Mark gave you is a stone of good luck. Hmm. Hang on a tick. When someone holds this, they get a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws. So if you had had this stone during the fight, (laughs) you would have survived. (sighs) Okay, so John goes... No, that's not a a guilty thing for Mark. It's a nice gesture going forward. Mm -hmm. This, This... Plus one stone may be the difference. But, na- but, but then re- if Jump has that thought process, he goes, huh. <laughs> Morik never knew that they had the stone. It's just Morik's favourite stone and it's oh, a he's stone not of at, good luck. He's not angry at Morik. Just, um, you, <laughs> you watch yourself, cunt. <laughs> just um, at the whole situation. And he clenches the stone as tight as he can. Doesn't matter. I'm leaving now. Okay, so you're going to head back to the inn where your possessions are and your friends. What do you reckon, Bingo? Do I owe him a final farewell? You're right. I think it would be the least I could do given the situation and all the memories that we've shared. Still really, really angry at Maggie, though. You're right. I should be the bigger man. Okay. So it's settled. Go back. Do something big and dramatic. And then I say bye at the end. (laughs) 
Well, bingo. I guess if the Paladin life is over for me, Jump Fundenden, there won't be no more summoning you to tear you into this plane of existence. So I suppose this is goodbye. Goodbye, boy. And I ruffle his head. Cocks his head to the side, looks at you. It's hard to tell if it's sadness in his eyes because they're so horrifying, hollow <laughs> yeah. and vacant. Haunted. The look I've come to love. Reminds me of Maggie. <laughs> hollow. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> hollow and haunted. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, uh, I... I don't want to say banish, because banish feels like it's uh, the wrong word. I release. You dispel, yeah. yes. He returns to the Fae realms. And once he came... Goodbye, Bingo. You were my best friend. And uh, you start to head over to the inn before realising you don't know what inn they're in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I stop in every single inn and I say so at least, by... I exchange at least one line <laughs> with, <laughs> with the proprietor. That must be on record. Um, <laughs> as the sun comes up, Blair and Morik, you wake up with tremendous headaches. <laughs> hangovers like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> These are bold new horizons of pain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel an intense sense of regret and that... Also, I may have overshared. <laughs> I am deeply concerned by the holes in my memories of the previous evening. And the holes in the wall of the room. <laughs> um, are we still slumped in the same bed? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. We, we didn't. Because <laughs> I'd finally be three for three in that case. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we just fe- fell asleep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. one moment, and I just checked to see I still got the Prince of Ruin's head somewhere. <laughs> you two are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We still have Daryl, and I just let him drop to the floor. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember what happened last night? Uh, I remember. <laughs> A room of children at a school. That sounds correct. Yes. Yes. I think we may have ruined a school. Oh, Oh God. That's not what I came here for. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Uh, We came here because of... Oh, no. Oh, yes. I've just remembered as well. Oh, dear. You know, with the benefit of reflection and this... Tremendous hangover. Mm. I can see that, in fact, we were closer to the mark earlier in the evening, yeah. before the mass consumption of alcohol. Yeah. It was Jump's time. He perished in the pursuit of his ultimate goal, and will be with his deity now. Yeah. The best way to keep him alive is in our hearts and in our deeds, as we continue his quest to eradicate evil. Yeah. And... At that moment, you hear a familiar voice being indignant down in the bar below. (laughs) (laughs) And you charge into the bar, jump, and demand to know whether this is the inn where your things are. (laughs) (laughs) It's maybe the 30th inn you've checked. Excuse me, is there a grung, a dwarf, and a... Morik. 
yes. Can I get you something to drink and put it on the tab? <laughs> it's wide open. Perhaps a large breakfast. Yeah, but I'm not thirsty, so better make it free. Oh, great. Yeah, pints. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I've popped some drinks on the bar. He washes himself down with the first one, sloshes it over his face. Oh, n- no. Cleaner than water, this. Mm. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it cleaner than water? Or was that... I'll just put a cleaning charge onto the tab. <laughs> Please tell me where where they are. Where are they? They're in room six. Okay. Best send one roast pheasant. <laughs> just for good. You have pheasant, right? Oh, of course we have pheasant. Brill. All right. I'm going to need all like... the bird energy I can get for the long walk home. Uh, wait, you don't have pheasant aracocris, do you? They do. And when he <laughs> says, of course they have pheasant, he's just going to send a chicken up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Wait, they don't have chicken aracocris, do you? No. Chicken aren't real animals, <laughs> Jen. Okay, chickens aren't real animals in this world. Great. great, great. <laughs> in that world. Mm. Blair and Marek are exiting the door because of the indignant voice they heard. What? Oh, uh... It's some sort of shapeshifter. Oh my god, we're still drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Both of these are very valid possibilities. We should find out about this thing's true nature before we fire upon it with arrows and (laughs) the stuff that you do. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Blet, you better wait because you might be arboreally aware of something. (gasps) A Morik. Yes. You're a Morik. He knows everything about you. Yes, he does. You call me J-Dog? I do. He's aware of my arboreal alertness, which I usually keep very close to my chest. (laughs) (laughs) It must indeed be the true jump. Morik immediately just lumbers over and hugs you. (laughs) He grabs you in a giant bear hug. Jump, how do you come to be alive and here? He's still being pressed into this hug by Morik. I'll put you Um, down. Sorry. No, it's, it's all right. I would also hug, but you will be. Pa- it will further delay the answers we seek. <laughs> I hugged him for us both, Black. Thank you. Let's I hugged Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Thanks for the fort, though. Let's see, sir. That's a twelve. <laughs> oh wait, I've um, got so- Morik's lucky stone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, twelve. Uh, twelve uh, meets it. Beats it. I think. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Although Meets It Beats It is on behalf of the attacker, isn't it? And I guess that's technically me right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. But, but Sa- Paul but also has throw. the stone. No, so he's saving against the throw, okay, so he so meets the okay. saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also have the stone. And he has the stone. Oh, the yeah. stone is lodged in my front pocket, and it's just giving me and Blair enough separation. I say throat. <laughs> that's what I'm like uh, to keep it. So many regrets. I can wait for the pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Blair, it's, it's a long, long story. Is it? And I'm not going to tell it to you. <laughs> Basically, it's all Maggie's fault. Many of your stories begin this way. <laughs> but I have mellowed in the walk over here. I had a good chat with Bingo. I had <laughs> 30 I... shot keeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were all imparted wisdom. They were very, very philosophical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And along the way, I've, I've had what you might call an epiphany, which is, even if it is Maggie's fault that I'm back, I'm not going to take it out on her seems that you have matured a great deal in your walk over here from wherever you were. I think so. It was a long, long walk. But listen, my sweet children. What? The jump you know is the jump you knew. I don't know how to say this nicely, so I'm just going to say it. I have given up with the paladining lifestyle. I've stopped paladining. Oh. Very large move. (sighs) What, what, what are you now? I am jump. 
Fundenden. No, jump. Fundenden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds good. Listen, look, a lot happened to me on the other side. I, had, I, I did a lot of soul searching. Some of it was forced upon me <laughs> by a very overbearing god who <laughs> shall not be named. <clears throat> and I just realised none of what I believed in applies anymore. I'll still be in Lower Coastburg. I'll just be the Lower Coastburg general studies teacher. And, you know, I'll be leaning on that desk that I talk about a lot. You do. And, and like other things as well, because like, taking my life back, you know? Your pursuit of justice was such a defining characteristic and your commitment to the paladin lifestyle was always so much of your focus and drive. This is an exciting opportunity to learn the new you and to perhaps meet you for the first time. I am Jump Fundenden. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and my name is Black. <laughs> the pleasure is mine. Okay, let me try this. Black. That is very good. Thank you. I feel like I've known it all my life, but I haven't because I'm new. Will you still be attending band practice? Please, we need a lutist. But I... I don't... feel anything about the loot anymore. But you're really good at the loot, Jump. That's old Jump. And his sense for justice. What's justice loving friends? What is that? What is that? Something that got me dead. Justice. We can be the loving friends instead. <laughs> oh, that's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. And if the lute is no longer of interest, perhaps a new instrument will better define oh. this new personality of yours. Yes. Have you considered the hearty bagpipe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that sounds so good. I think it will go well. Hang on a sec. Two wind instruments in a four-piece? Are you insane? You are, and I love you for that. But it doesn't mean that I can, I can go on with this. It's, the music was the old jump, and this is just general studies jump. I wish you well on for everything and you know you could write to me you could send me clippings of whatever stuff you find on the way and you know tell Grumpo hi but I think it's best for everyone if I just pack up my stuff sell most of it on the way home and just put on that general studies helm for the rest of my life. Uh, very well. We shall support you, Jump, in whatever path you choose. As your friends, we owe this to you. However, it behooves us to make sure and to remind you that the person you were before was a good person. Yes. And that you should not throw out everything that meant anything to you because of this setback. After all, it was a very noble death. Yeah, um... Well... I'm back now. And it is up to you what to make of that. Now, if you'll excuse me, and Blur goes to the co nearest corner of the room and throws up a lot. <laughs> John wipes a tear away. <laughs> they truly did honor me. So, the resurrection process is a draining thing, Jump. So, you may just want to rest a little bit in the in room. 
mm. before you try and make your trails away from the group. Yeah. One of the two totally untouched beds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he goes in and he... He sniffs the first bed and it's too stinky. <laughs> and he sniffs the next one and it's too clean. Oh, Not stinky no. enough. Uh, but the next one is, is actually quite stinky again, so he goes into the clean one. <laughs> <laughs> For the other three of you, since you're in a city that is open 24-7, you're welcome to have some free time to explore Ooh. and pursue whatever course of action you wish. Uh, so let's start with Blair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that I love any sentence that ends with his name. Sorry, <laughs> have to just lose it. Let's start with Blech. Well, after a potentially hearty breakfast involving a lot of carbs, Blige. there's a lot of pheasant. I everything think... fried, deep fried everything. Yeah, <laughs> deep fried flies. He's gonna have a look of determination and think about what has become of Jump, and he's gonna try and seek out an archer of some sorts. You can head across town to an archery range. Uh, you have to head pretty high up across the bridges and ropeways till you get to a shop with a painted sign to the left of the door depicting an arrow dead centre in a target. The shop itself isn't built into one of the trees and when you walk through the door you see why as there is no back to this building. It just opens up onto a wide expanse of treetops with targets hung at many distances throughout the canopy. Uh, and you see a goose aracocra with an eye patch stood behind <laughs> cool. the counter. God, this this is some Legend of Zelda ass stuff <laughs> going on. <right? laughs> Just look, Sarah yeah. has many many influences. They're not all Pokemon. No, nope, I also love the Zelda franchise. <laughs> love it. I love this mini game that I might be about <laughs> to participate in. <laughs> As long as I don't have to do something like collect three sticks or something, I'm not allowed to do it. I find the proprietor. Yeah, there's uh, a goose out of cockler with an eye patch called Peck Resnick. <laughs> Peck. Nice. Hello there. So cool. I see that from the storefront. Are you the Peck Resnick? <laughs> yeah, you know it, son. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell I'm going to be spending a lot of time here. Oh, cool. <laughs> You an archer, you got a bow you got a bow and arrow on your back, I like it. Absolutely. I am indeed an archer, and have been committed to the ways of archery since I was a small spawnling. However, in recent combat, I was unable to pose enough of a threat to attract the attention of what should have been my greatest foe. I am here to become more intimidating as an opponent. Is your greatest foe your self-confidence issues? Is it a metaphorical thing? <laughs> I wish that it were. That would have been far less likely to have murdered one of my close friends. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, where, do you want to take the easy challenge, the intermediate challenge, or the hard challenge? As a good baseline, let us start with the hard challenge. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and he points you to the furthest part of his... Archery range with targets very far away, and then some of them start moving <gasps> almost by magic in circular motion. But they're actually on the backs of tiny pigs. Shoot <laughs> uh, the pigs. So that's what makes it. Uh, I will need you to give me some attack rolls. Fuck yes, that's what I'm all about these days. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. So give me the first one first. <laughs> Oh, bad okay. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> For the first target, yeah. We're taking out the first target first. That is an 18. That hits, for sure. You fire your arrow with such force that the target cracks and snaps. Wow. A promising first attempt. 
followed by another 18. And the second target, just almost with one motion of your hand, you release these arrows at the same time and both targets crack. A promising continuation. (laughs) Please wait as I fire a third arrow. Aha. (laughs) That is 21. Excuse me, 23. The moving target at the back is hit with such force that it's knocked out of the hands of the arrow that it was hiding behind it and making it move. It wasn't fine magic. There was an arrow cocker bike there. It's like, oh, oh, I'm not paid enough and flies away. <laughs> this, You say this was the hardest of the challenges. We don't get a lot of good archers in here, if I'm honest. <laughs> I see. Well, I shall... I shall... Have another go. It's another fucking 18. I've rolled three sets. <laughs> he hasn't had time to reset the hardcore, so you do the intermediate course and hit all targets at once. <laughs> <laughs> this is disappointing, I must say. I fear that I've come here to challenge myself and so far have not been. Well, I hope you don't put that on TripAdvisor. So... <laughs> Your service has been courteous and very good, and I would recommend this to younger archers or people looking to make a start. <laughs> However, I must ask, is there anywhere I might find someone who's really pushing the concept of what archery could and should be? <laughs> Anti-archery, in fact. <laughs> Avant-garde archery. Uh, probably not here, but uh, do, you want, do you want your prize for beating the hard course? I did not realise there was a prize. Yeah. But yes. As you start to realize, look around, you see this is more of like a um, kid's game type thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Zelda, man. Do I get an extra bomb out? He puts a elegant, beautiful white bow on the counter. <gasps> Very pretty. You were talking about how a particular enemy killed your friend, right? Absolutely. Well, this is an oaf bow. I see. You can whisper the name of an enemy oh. into this bow, and when that target is hit by the bow, it'll do a lot more damage than it would have otherwise. Ooh. Is it a one-time thing? One enemy, one oath? It's once per day. <gasps> this is a fine prize. I'm sorry that I denigrated the challenge of your workshop. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, if you go through the Featherfowl district, hide it. Don't let them see. I didn't steal it. I did not steal it from there. (laughs) It's a legit bow. I give these kind of things to all of the patrons. Thank you very much. I shall treasure this, except in that particular district, where I shall hide it like a great shame. (laughs) Thank you, noble proprietor. Morik, what would you like to do with your free time? I would like to go to find a printmaker... To print some flyers. Okay, you go up a few districts and you see this very small little shop. It's almost hard for you to fit through the doorway, but it's got a sign outside with a printing press on. Excuse me. And I knock. I don't want to be rude because I'm kind of big. You hear someone from inside be like, "Yeah, we're open." Uh, I'm quite large. Uh, is it all right if I come inside? It's fine, please. Please, help yourself. Uh, okay. One moment. Squeeze through the door. (laughs) When you get inside, it is still not a particularly big shop, but (laughs) there's a 
lithograph machine um, in the centre and you see a tiny little owl in with a huge cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) They look tired, but they also just like, my, sorry, my sleep schedule is an absolute mess. No. How can I help you today? Oh, I'm I'm so sorry for your sleep. Uh, I, I met a tired owl once. Uh, <laughs> you I, did. <laughs> yeah. You did. I mm. I'm ashamed to say that I made her do errands when she was tired. And I'm about to do the same to you because I have a request. <laughs> Listen, my dude, this is my job. And it's absolutely fine. How can I help you? Uh, um, I was... Wondering if you could help me print some flyers out. Is that something that you can do here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she pulls a feather from her wing and grabs a quill of ink. Like, what What do you want it to say? Oh, uh, uh, okay. I drew a rude, uh, rudimentary uh, drawing. Let me let me show you what that is. Uh, and and Morik slides over. I'll just I'll just show you on the screen. <laughs> Morik slides this over. <laughs> Should I read it out? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. please. Uh, <clears throat> so it's a, a picture of an angry little bunny pointing. <laughs> it says, "We we need you for the Warren. Send a bird to Morik Metz Isa Forest Father. They'll know how to find him." Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah! I'll pick the revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The God. the owlin smiles really wide, like no way. What? <laughs> what's the Warren? What? What is this? This is cool. Oh well, you see, where I come from in Lower Coastburg, there is a man called the Mayor, and he is dreadful. He is trying to take the Warren from my dear friends, and we are going to stand against him. And I'm hoping to gather some followers as well on the way. Hell yeah! Fuck the man. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's exactly right, yes. I don't swear, though. <laughs> you look down, and she's translated your design quite elegantly. Yes. Very nice print face. Vected it. And a, a really stern, yet a rabbit you would follow into battle. Fuck yes. yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah I know exactly Meta what that would Isa, look like. Marek can't draw, so it wasn't a very good one. She's done a stellar job. <laughs> and so she pops onto the lithograph and starts just printing out sheet after sheet from that design. Yes. Um, and as that's happening, she's like, your cause is very cool, my dude. Uh, I think I've got something that can help you. Oh. And she pulls out a grey cloth bag and hands it to Ooh. you. Oh, I, I thank you, my dear friend. Uh, may, may I open it? Yeah, Absolutely. Is it, is it huge? Are my hands too big for it? <laughs> it's a normal size, but as you look okay. inside, it's filled with little fuzzy balls. Ooh. Oh. Uh, hello, friends. <laughs> what are your names? <laughs> oh, I'm assuming that they... they're tiny creatures? <laughs> no, they're, they're just like okay. little pompons. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, my, my mistake. <laughs> Most of the little furry things I meet are friends. <laughs> I thought you were extra, extra, extra tiny moles. <laughs> she she goes over and opens the door to her shop, and she's like, "Why don't you just throw one of them down?" Oh, oh, um, well, uh, any particular color? Is there a good one? My dude, I think they're all good. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, uh, I. Oh, I think this yellow one. I think it's uh, this one looks good. Can you roll a D eight for me now? 
Okay. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> right, that's the 10. Where's the 8? Explodes okay. doing 20 damage to them both. That is good. <laughs> I got an 8. <laughs> you throw this ball just outside the shop, uh, and as it touches the wooden planks of the platform outside, it shifts and forms into a giant elk. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Hello! <laughs> Hello, Mr. Elk. Goodness. Where am I? Why am I so high in the air? Am I in a tree? What's going on? Oh, so, so sorry. Uh, welcome to... Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not ask your name. And he looks at the little owling. Oh, uh, my name is Zach Petrie. Uh, well, welcome, Mr. Elk, to uh, Zach Petrie's um, uh, printmaking shop. Welcome. That didn't really answer my question as to why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. Uh, I threw a tiny yellow ball, a fairy one, and you appeared. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's still a lot of questions, I think. <laughs> but, okay. You are resplendent. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, the, the animals can last for an hour and you get three charges a day yes. of this. Wow. Why not ten? And they never have the same voice but, twice. But, <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you do not lose a ball because you won't get it back. Oh no, okay. So the elk will turn back into a bowl. They're reusable, right? Yep. No, yes. don't put me back there. No! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hang this on a minute. Animals this is Pokemon. This is Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you can't sneakily make D&D into Pokemon. <laughs> elk, I choose you. Elk. 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 You teach me and I'll teach you. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, I can't believe I've done this. <laughs> I thought you were removing your headset. Oh, yeah, I did too. Oh, bye, I, thought, I thought Sarah was going. That's I was like, that's it. So she's she's yeah. You're on your own. Oh, God. You, you know, sometimes you're so close to a thing that you can't see it. Like a toxic relationship is what you have with Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your bag of tricks, Mike. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Can't wait to see what the other seven are. Uh, Zach hands you an electric mouse. Oh, the, um... <laughs> My favourite. Oh god. Oh, so loyal. Does war. <laughs> oh. Oh. I am tempted to reskin these. Now. <laughs> oh, you mean into Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. No, they're all cars now who can transform into robots. <laughs> Sarah, which Pokemon looks most like an elk? Well, it's Stantler or his evolution. <laughs> Where, dear? But oh. honestly, that's the problem with Pokemon. Each of the things here could actually be a Pokemon, yeah, of course. and I could know the Pokemon. So yeah, so I think it's a natural fit. Yep, that's what, I think that's what we're everyone, saying is that that, that I works. Can't wait to yeah. find it's out everyone out else's problem. <laughs> You're trapped in here with me. I'm not trapped <laughs> in here. <laughs> so Zach hands you a big stack of flyers, uh, but Zach, they Zach. take a few off the top 
and go, I'll put some of these up around town if you want. Oh, that would be absolutely wonderful. Thank you very much. I was going to take them to the feds. (laughs) They can, I mean, it says it on the flyer, but they can reach me by bird. Bird Birds will find me. Not not loons anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Preferably not a loon. Don't send a loon. (laughs) They don't answer my call now for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Some bridges get burnt forever. (laughs) Keep fighting the good fight, my dude. I, I will. My thanks to you, Zach. Maggie, Mm. what would you like to do with your time? I think she's probably genuinely got a a to-do list that's super long because I in real life always do. And I assume once you have a child, that just, it just triples forever. Uh, Um. We might just bore into your own bullshit. (laughs) I've got that long to-do list. Oh no, wait, that was just me lying to my friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, it probably, you know what? It probably starts with mostly actually quite practical things. And then to be honest, she is probably going to be distracting herself. Yep. So once she's finished with her packet of cigarettes, she's going to just start working through that list. Things like she's going to get her boots resold, and she's going to get a haircut, and she's going to go pick up some uh, face wash, <laughs> and um, she probably goes for a massage at some point, and she decides to buy some souvenirs for the kids, <laughs> and... She stops in a few charity shops and buys a skirt she's never going to wear again. And... Uh, as your near never-ending to-do list <laughs> takes you around, you find yourself back in the Beak District and mm. you see a particularly nice jewellery shop. Oh, superb. She, she's going to look in. She's yeah. Anything that distracts her at this point, she's going to walk into it and have a look. She's shopping. She's very busy. She's, you know, she, this is her opportunity to buy things. Uh, and as you walk in, the swan aracocra behind the counter looks over at you and then just sort of moves over. <laughs> like that waddle, that swan waddle. Then, without moving their torso, just lowers the neck down to you. <laughs> Are you lost, perhaps? I think this shop might be out of your price range. Oh, <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I've just had highlights done. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've been adventuring recently, and I didn't get much sleep last night. I was going to buy my lovely wife a souvenir, but if you do not want to serve me, I can go elsewhere with my bags of cash. (laughs) At that moment, a tabaxi steps in, wearing an elegant blazer that's open. Uh, and no shirt underneath. Oh, nice. And she goes, are you talking to my friend like that? Oh. <laughs> How dare you? And the swan's like, oh, my goodness, the, the, um, I'm so sorry, the Duchess. I, I didn't realise she was with you. Uh, would you like to see a selection of the jewellery? And she's like, yeah. Now, go away. <laughs> uh, and as you look up, you see Patrana Catbird. Oh, yeah. Patrana! No way! I knew you were good. Patrana, it's, it is good to see you. You are looking fantastic. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I'm not out on the road, I tend to dress a lot nicer. Wow. You bougie or something? Some, you look kind of rich. You didn't say you were rich. Well, my <laughs> lifestyle affords me certain things, and the things I can't afford, I take. Oh, I like that. That's, uh, so, should we, I don't actually have that much cash, this stuff does look kind of expensive, can we? What do you like? 
Uh, what is there? There's lots of rings. There's rings in a case nearby. Oh, yeah, let's take one of them. That one's nice, and she points to a, um, probably the gaudiest one in there. Um, I don't know, when you leave your wife for several weeks to go on the road, you should bring her back a giant ring, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so it's a giant blue sapphire um, set with diamonds and rubies around it, something like that. But it doesn't have to be actually that expensive. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, well, when uh, you point to that one, Pachana's like, Sir, we'd like to see this ring. And points to a ring further in the back. And he's like, yes, right away. As he opens the cabinet, she palms the ring. <laughs> nice. <gasps> Smooth. Let me... Uh... Fails a sleight of hand check, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me have a... Yes, let me look at that ring. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I don't know. Trash, isn't it? It's trash yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know the about the quality of trash. <laughs> quality, and she bites this as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's not real gold. And I'm, I'm a dwarf and I can tell. So we will be going elsewhere. Yeah, there's plenty of shops in the Beak District. Mm. We don't need your trash. Mm. <laughs> oh. Goodbye. Brutal. Shade. Brutal. Oh, the shade's directed at me. Uh, and so you leave and Pachana throws you the ring that she pocketed, a ring of evasion. This ring has three charges Mm. and it regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. When you fail a dexterity saving throw while wearing this, you can use your reaction to succeed on that saving throw. Ooh, Mm. wow. Cool. I like that. Does it help you evade emotional issues as well? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Margaret looks at it and goes, Joan won't mind if I use the evasion charges. (laughs) Listen, I don't know if you're busy, but do you want to go play some cards, maybe? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> we get a drink. My head is, you know, hair of the dog and all that. You can't play cards without drinks. <laughs> oh, no, obviously. What would you take me for? never played cards sober in my life. I'm not like that. I'm cool. <laughs> <gasps> and so she takes you off to a... I've got an open tab at this inn. <laughs> oh, the open tabs. Oh, um, God. Okay, yeah. You you go back to the yeah. inn that you're staying at and continue oh, to... i for drinks if I can get them for free. <laughs> spend yeah. on Jacob's yeah. tab with Pachana. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I hope Jacob is good for all this or this place is going so out of business. <laughs> the barman's already buying himself a sports car. He's like, this is it. And he says, says to the car salesman, just put it on the tab. Put it on the tab. Jacob's <laughs> the tab. But you're in. Yes. Uh, I mean, all right. This is highly unorthodox, but sure. <laughs> what happens in broad wing heights? <laughs> we take it and we keep it in Blackthorn Heights. What happens at Alton Towers stays at Alton Towers. <laughs> Jump, you awaken after a sleep to find that your friends are out and about fulfilling business. <laughs> Wrecking the place. <laughs> So Jump sits up. How's his body feeling? That's balls. It's it's feeling it's feeling okay. There's a sort of slight fatigue. Yeah. He uh, groans and tries to work loose his shoulder. He pauses and he can hear Maggie's dulcet tones coming up from beneath. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought him back. <laughs> the whole pub. Motherfucker, so you should have seen the look on his face. <laughs> whole pub laughing. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I wake up and Maggie's just saying the end of a, of a punchline that couldn't possibly be funny, mm-hmm. but everyone starts <laughs> laughing anyway. It's a story you've told her before and she's nicked in his talent about herself. <laughs> and that's when me jumped funded and saved the day. <laughs> oh, wanker. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Jump goes, oh, she does love to call, call me that. <laughs> it's a oh. pet name for me. <laughs> Meaning to look it up. And he looks around at the room, the tousled sheets where uh, Morik and Bert and Maggie stayed. And he looks around, I assume his belongings are in the room. Yeah. And he slouches off the bed and pads over to the pile, sinks to his knees, and just starts sorting through his possessions, inspecting the armour. Picking up the Moon Touch sword and giving it a couple of half-hearted swings before putting it down. And then his eyes land on the loot, which is sort of propped up against the wall. Afforded a bit more respect than any anything else. Not to say that the other things have been disrespected, but the loot is a loot, I guess. And after a second thought, he picks it up and with a sigh, sinks back onto his haunches and strums a chord. The strings are a little loose, so he tunes it up the best he can without one of those spell-tuning devices that they've got now. And he closes his eyes and he starts to play. And it's terrible. It is... Try again. Absolutely, I will. It's, it is absolutely god-awful. And it's... The only consolation he ha- that he has is that he can't hear all of it over Maggie's laughter. <laughs> is it awful, but does he recognise whether it's awful? Yeah, he, he knows it's awful. Oh, okay. <laughs> if he wasn't so demoralised, he'd be embarrassed. <laughs> and this time it's somehow even worse. <laughs> I think that the, the defeat of this moment is, is, is affecting his ability to play. He's getting impatient. It's, it's like those spell games, you know, like Ye Olde Bloodborne and Darketh Souls. <laughs> where you think, Bloodborne. You know, you think next time you, after you die, you're just going to do a speed run and get back to where you were. But of course, the, you know, the spell's kind of designed to punish that kind of play. <laughs> and he's just getting more and more frustrated. And he keeps thinking about Ye Olde Bloodborne, which he hates. <laughs> Worst game. He takes a breath, wipes his sweaty palms on his trousers and tries again. And actually this time, the chords he plays are recognisably chords. He finds his ability to shift from chord to chord in a pleasing manner, in a pleasing sequence. Seems almost second nature to him. Making the odd mistake, but it's showing signs of improvement. And he smiles. And then once he realises what he's doing, he wipes a smile off his face, frowns as hard as he can. (laughs) And then he gets worse again. <laughs> oh. but, 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 but then, but then better. <laughs> and finally, after what I, I, I can only assume is about an hour of <laughs> testing, playing things, getting his hopes up and getting rebuffed and getting frustrated and trying again, he starts to play without really thinking about it some of the first songs that he wrote with the Justice Loving Friends. Yes. He keeps playing and keeps playing. Before he realises it, he's not thinking about the weight on his shoulders. And when he stops, his, his 
fingers tired, like it could have been a lifetime ago that he played this lute, he realises that the dark thoughts he's had and some of the grudges that he's held weren't present while he was playing. And a small part of him rebels and wants to push these thoughts in and make him feel bad again. But he just holds the lute in his hands firmly and with a breath keeps playing. Can maybe jump, like open his eyes after a a little period of really, you know, vibing with the lute and find like Margaret stood in the doorway just sort of watching. Yeah. Jump finishes playing and rests a palm on the strings to dampen the sound that remains. And suddenly he's aware of a shift in the air pressure and opens his eyes and sees Maggie watching him. Mm, that were nice. Um, yeah, it was like I was playing and uh, things suddenly didn't seem so hopeless. Hmm. I get that. That were stuff off the first album, weren't it? Yeah, difficult first album. Oh, I don't know. I thought we nailed it. Oh, I mean, yeah, we we nailed it, but it's pe- people weren't ready for it, you know? <laughs> no, no, that's true. That's true. We brought a fresh new sound to Lower Coast Book. I think people will come around to it. I think in its time it will be recognised, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, we, if, if we pass around the fact that I died, it's going to appreciate in value. <laughs> Like that. Oh yeah. So. Oh, don't worry. We'll be trading on that fact. I hope so. To, uh, sell tickets. So so yeah. I I was maybe in a dark place when I thought I was gonna die and then didn't. And maybe you didn't deserve to see that and have that at your face. Oh, it's, I appreciate that. And I guess I sometimes am <laughs> really tired. Not always correct. <laughs> oh. Oh. Don't tell the others. Yeah, no, of course. Um, this is just for you. Anyway, I am glad you brought me back. And I want to show my appreciation by, and he gets up and he starts walking towards you, making good on this whole promise to help a good friend Grandpa Duclaw. Good. And he wraps you in a hug. Um, Margaret's stiff for a second and then she puts a hand on your back and gives it a little pat. You're a good lad, Jump. You're a good friend, Maggie. Oh, by the way, anything that you might have bought Kit about becoming a paladin, just throw it away. It's pointless. Oh, it's I not, didn't. Not a good... No, I didn't buy him anything like you, that. You... <laughs> That's the spirit. It never yeah. existed. Yeah. Never existed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would I would never. I got monster trucks. <laughs> got little monster trucks. Oh right, okay. Those little ones. They sell them here. I thought you'd like little that. Little monsters as trucks. <laughs> well that's better. Honestly, that's better. And of course by monster trucks we mean like little carriages that are pulled by monsters. Absolutely. <laughs> All pulled by pigs. All by pigs. And, um, monster pigs. <laughs> and and um releasing Maggie from the hug. He says, I hope. The fact that I'm no longer 
going to be a vessel of tear is going to hurt my chances of, you know, rejoining the, the gang. Buddy. Being me. Yeah, you never left, eh? Okay. You never okay. left. That's... Let's just let's just brush this whole incident under the rug. Yeah, let's stop talking about and, it. Uh, let's just yeah, let's just yeah, carry brilliant. on. No, no, nothing nothing ever happens. Altogether. Nothing ever happened, right? You're dead. You're back. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. You're, the band never broke up. <sighs> yeah. Not for a second. And uh, the whole time we were always going to go. Yeah. Great. And you know what? Cool. It's so much better when I don't have to talk about it anymore. Wonderful. Uh, uh, drinks are on me. And when I say me, <laughs> I mean Jacob Longate. So. Who? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so you share a few drinks, pack up your things and begin to leave Blackthorn Heights. But you know that you have to stop in and see Jacob before you go. Oh, no, oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, do we, though? Do we? Unlike the temples of the religious district, the Bronzeleaf Station is quite sparse. It's very much like the one you found in the Claggy Caverns with minimalist functionality over extravagance. There is an open door that leads to a small balcony in which a retinue of peregrine falcons sit upon the railing. As you enter, you see Jacob sat at the desk writing, and upon completion of the note, he gets up and strides to the balcony of falcons, attaches a note to one of the legs, and sends it on its way. As he walks back, he notices you guys and smiles. Oh, good morning. Thank you for coming. Uh, And then he sees Jump and stops in his tracks. Oh, you found the money to pay Hawthorne. I'm so happy. That's... Anyways, um, no, uh, this is important. How did we find the money to pay Hawthorne? What money? Uh, um, nothing. Who? What? Uh, It occurs to me, we haven't really talked about the logistics of this. Maybe, maybe we'll ask Margaret later. You you know what? The uh, the temple in the end decided to do it for free, just a freebie, one off, because Jump was such, uh, did so much killing of evil, they said, this one's on us. Oh, that's That was nice. in the end. I just had to go ask. That's nice. Act as the knight cleric. I have to say. <laughs> he was cooler. I find that to be just completely plausible. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. No checks required. Jacob finds it completely implausible and you can tell that by his narrowed <laughs> eyes, but he's far too busy to drill down on the details there. So, uh, sure, okay. Um, I rolled a seven on deception. <laughs> <laughs> buy it completely (laughs) i'll try not to keep you too long uh in small part because there's a lot of paperwork and people to notify about the recent resurrection and revanquishing of the prince of ruin don't forget the revanquishing it appears (laughs) oh no that is also important but it appears you like to speak to him at all (laughs) they hold out the head (laughs) jacob looks agitated do you even see the prince of ruin ah See. A lot of people do. I'll put him away. <laughs> <laughs> it appears our original plan was insufficient, short-sighted even. So I'm convening the Silver Council to meet in Beaton so that we might formulate Beaton, Beaton. a new plan. <laughs> <laughs> Be proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I have a favour to ask of you all. Oh, oh I'm, I'm not I paying have... the tab. No. <laughs> what? Morik. Oh, sorry. Oh, Nothing. No, the tab... Please proceed. The tab's what, like, 
10, 10 drinks, that's fine. Oh, oh, Something similar okay. to that. <laughs> Sorry, keep, keep going. In that it involves numbers. It is a number, yeah. Keep keep going. Think of any number in the world, it could be that. <laughs> okay. That's the magic of numbers. Well, <laughs> carry on. Well, since <laughs> since you're heading to Beaton anyway, uh, hey, Stephen, I... I wondered if you'd be able to transport the prince's head to the Silver Council. Oh, uh... Yeah, I think we it's can... It's a dark responsibility. But nevertheless, it is one that we are eager to take on. I speak for everyone, I am sure. Yeah, I suppose. What's in it for us? I don't know. I've changed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned. <laughs> well, uh, so the Silver Councillor, they're just they're for sure going to get rid of it, right? That is why I'm calling the meeting of the Silver Council to decide what best to do. Ah, may I make a suggestion? Got, uh, yeah, you're asking permission from me. <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> we will do this. We will transport the head to Beeson on the understanding that at least one of us shall be afforded a place upon the Silver Council's meeting to have input on what is to happen. The old the jump head. may be, but look, I've changed everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'll have to find someone else. Oh, I was going to vote for Blurg anyway. Or Morik. <laughs> one of those two anyway. Jacob decisively <laughs> having assessed this group as Morik. Yep, I'll happily put Morik on the Silver Council. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Reasonable. I will accept. Yes, I for the most part support this. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, like I say, I won't keep you. You're you welcome. Head on your way to Beaton. Don't listen to anything the Prince of Ruin says. Don't get him out. Don't show him to anyone. Keep him secret. Keep him safe. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa. best of luck. I'm going to head over to the inn and pay off the tab now. So Okay, see you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll, uh, oh God, we'll, let's go. Wonderful. We'll head on out of town. Don't worry if you see us running. It's just because we're so keen <laughs> to get to Beaton. That's it. And w- just as friends and, away, as I say. And if you need to find us, remember that we we might not. Will you like to take the most circuitous and dangerous route? Mm-hmm. So definitely go via the mountains or something if you need to find us on the way. Yeah, we go where the wind takes us. I'm sorry, I couldn't do the thing you needed me to do. We're we're legging it. And whilst whilst running, Blair attempts some um, justice, loving friends <laughs> reunited <laughs> at last. Now we loving friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is <laughs> he's doing so good <laughs> as you exit and run as fast as you can from the ranger station to leave Blackthorn Heights and resume your journey? There is one <laughs> last shop that catches your eye, <laughs> screeched to a halt. <laughs> yeah. You see a heavy metal font oh. with Blackthorn <gasps> buzzard tattoos. Oh, yeah, oh, you know what. <laughs> I don't know if my skin can be tattooed. <laughs> we'll make it happen. You can tattoo anything, mate. <laughs> then let us solidify our commitment to each other. Were we thinking center face? <laughs> <laughs> this would be a, a bad idea, right? Right? We should. We definitely shouldn't, right? We definitely shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't, right? Margaret's pulling us into the tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah. Margaret, you're hurting me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's daytime, so you see the inhabitant of the shop is a buzzard aracocra in a tight black tee and a backwards cap. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this guy is clearly awesome. <laughs> reading a magazine and give you a non-confrontational nod as you enter. I love those. There's a menu of what the tattoos can do. You just tell me what design you want and I'll do it. You'll see I've sent you a Ooh. menu of... <gasps> yeah. Wow, like actual functional tattoos. Yes. Fuck yeah. We need to get these in real life? Yeah. <laughs> you bet. So you're presented with a list of 
different magical abilities that can be imbued into tattoos. Ooh. So I'll go around each of you and you can say which of these magical abilities you'd like and what design you want for your tattoo. Jump. Jump is picking the ghost step tattoo. Three charges and it regains all expended charges daily at dawn. Uh, as a bonus action, while the tattoo is on his skin, he can expend one of the tattoo's charges to become incorporeal till the end of his next turn. For the duration, he gains the following benefits. Uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing and slashing damage. He's very, very uh, big on not having those anymore. <laughs> From non-magical attacks, he can't be grappled or restrained. He can move through creatures and solid objects as if they were difficult terrain. If he ends his turn in a, in a solid object, he takes 1d10 force damage. And if the effect ends while he's inside a solid object, he's instead shunted to the nearest unoccupied space and takes 1d10 force damage for every five feet travelled. You're going to have to give him a mountain that he needs to try and run through, Sarah. <laughs> I don't want to kill him again. <laughs> I'll do this oh. whilst drinking my potion of diminution. Surely this combination will work. Um, and um, Blair, give me yours as well. I've got a good feeling about it. Mike, what would you like? I'm going to take the absorbing tattoo, which is damage resistance. And while the tattoo is on your skin, you have resistance to a type of damage associated with that color. So red is fire. It also has damage absorption. When you take damage of the chosen type, you can use your reaction to gain immunity against that instance of the damage and you regain a number of hit points equal to half the damage you would have taken. Once this reaction is used, it can't be used again until the next dawn. Ooh. Nice. Maggie, what tattoo have you chosen? The Coiling Grasp tattoo. While the tattoo is on her skin, she can, as an action, cause the tattoo to exude into inky tendrils, which reach for a creature up to 15 feet in front of her. The creature must succeed on a DC 14 strength saving throw or take 3d6 force damage and be grappled. As an action, the creature can escape the grapple by succeeding on a check. The grapple can also be ended at will, no action required. And if the creature is ever more than 15 feet away from her, or if she uses the tattoo on a different creature. You're a creature reacher. No. And bleh. Bleh. Which tattoo do you choose? Um, I have chosen the Shadowfell tattoo, which gives me dark vision of up to 60 feet. Great. See stuff now in the nice. dark. Um, it gives me advantage on stealth checks, and it gives me shadowy defense, which means that once a day I can... Uh, I didn't write down the flavor text. I can have half damage from an attack. I think I go spooky. Mm. I think I go spooky for a bit. Like <laughs> um, read it Galadriel. You? Like Galadriel in Fellowship of the Ring. I go like nice. that. <laughs> I get half damage. So go insubstantial for a moment. Halving the damage. Insubstantial. Yeah. <laughs> I become insubstantial. Not incorporeal. I become like diminished in my social standing for one turn. You become, oh, it says, yeah, you can use your reaction to become unimportant for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to switch places with oh, a boy. Pauper. It says irrelevant. <laughs> it says, actually, it says you can use your reaction to become boring. A what twat. a twat. rich world of fantasy this is. <laughs> Realities I could only dream of in real life. And so <laughs> what? what is the matching tattoo you all decide to imbue these magical abilities onto everyone together J friends we all did it together everyone <laughs> or, or we all get a rock with googly eyes on it <laughs> <laughs> the epic band logo that is known all over Lower Coastburg all over Coastburg. my house yeah. uh, not even the house just the garage Jen won't let it in the house we've yet to break into West Lower Coastburg <laughs> Yeah, the JLF band logo, but just in a real metal font. Yeah. Which is our band logo. Indecipherable. We all do the, the metal thing and let's stick the tongues out. Yeah. <laughs> Plus goes a long way. And we, put it, we get it done in the middle of our foreheads. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we get it done on our bum cheeks. Yeah. More willing. We're going to get it done in different locations. Sure. That's quite yeah, good. Yeah, all right. Sure. All right. 
Where are you guys getting it done? Middle of my forehead. No. <laughs> Morik has changed. He's cool now. He shaves down to a mohawk, but a very floppy mohawk. <laughs> oh, oh, best kind. I, I think oh. wrist. In a wrist. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to go in a wrist. I'm, I'm going chest, full chest tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, God, I was trying to think of like what a, a samurai would do, and I was just thought about the long sort of elaborate back dragon tattoos that people get. Maybe upper back. Mm. Nice. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Pick it up yeah. like his entire left back. <laughs> mm. uh, and jump. Well, everyone, I, I wanted to surprise you, and I guess I can, mm. so that's good. <laughs> now, listen, I did go with the group idea because it's amazing. And you know what? I'm all about it. And I've realised that this paladin in life is not for me anymore. I'm going to devote my entire life to being a lootman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Say yes. hello to your new bandmate, Moonfire. And then he turns around <laughs> oh, and God. he rips off his top oh, no. and just above the butt cheeks. Sap, <laughs> sap. Oh, yes. If we're being gauche. <laughs> <laughs> to this wonderful moment. <laughs> he likes to call it a jump. Jump. Um, and, jump and, and underneath. <laughs> jump stump. <laughs> the jump stump. <laughs> and underneath, on the jump stump, uh-huh. underneath the incomprehensible metal logo, uh-huh. JLF, uh-huh. it just says in parentheses and Moonfire. <laughs> so okay. the Justice Loving Friends and Moonfire now. Okay, so the three of us are the Justice Loving Friends. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. No, oh, no, no, that's not what I mean at all. That's not, no. Oh, God. Oh, hey, hey, before you go, before you go, I see you. Stop, walk. come back, come back. Come, come back. I'm not going to shout. I've got something really important to ask you, okay? I have a request for you. Remember I mentioned that we were in the long list of the Audioverse Awards? Guess what? We are in the finals of the Audioverse Awards, which is unreal. Thank you so much to everyone who voted for us so far, but your work is not done just yet. I promise we'll be even funnier in future episodes to make up for it. But finals voting is now open. So I've popped the link in the episode description. I've been uh, tweeting it like a bad boy. We are up for awards in a few categories, such as Best Direction from Sarah Keep, Best Voice Acting, I think, where you have to vote for all four of the players, and Best New Production, Quest Fantastic, if you weren't aware, is the name of the podcast. Who are Jem Blundell as Margaret Battlehammer, Nell Heald as Morick, Paul Salt as Blett, Paul Goodman as Jump Fundenden, and Sarah Keep as everyone else. Music and editing by me. Thank you very much for asking. If you want to support us in a monetary sense, then you can on Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to a special one-off fiasco miniseries and all episodes of GabQuest, which is our fortnightly talkback that gets weird, personal, and grammar-based. Every tier of patron gets access to this exclusive content, and every dollar of support goes right back into the show, which I spend on cakes, improving my sound effects library. It gets weirder and weirder, maintaining the website, uh, hosting costs, everything that we need to make the show as good as it possibly can and thank you so much to everybody who's already given there are no words and if you want to help us out for less than the price of a shitty shitty cup of coffee a month you can over at patreon.com forward slash quest fantastic but if you just want to listen to the main show that is still amazing and thank you so much for everything grumpo duclaw to everybody who does that who shares the show with their friends been seeing a lot of that going on recently and it just warms our hearts leaving the amazing reviews you've been leaving staring into the windows of your soul the the various windows of your soul all the entry points there with your leaky soul and climbing in through one of those windows and spinning around in a circle until you pass out and are found by one of us and once the screaming stops 
we say thank you for recommending Quest Fantastic. If you want more from us, Sarah and Jen host the Queer Actual Play podcast, Roll Plus Heart. Jen hosts Jen in the Film Critic with Paul Salt, the eponymous Amber. And Paul Salt hosts the OGT podcast with me, the eponymous movie man. And I'm here to say I'm delirious with overworking an infinite way. It's been a wild 24 episodes and we cannot wait to share with you every ridiculous thing that is about to happen on Quest Fantastic. Goodbye! Goodbye!